With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody. How are you? Uh, this is Bill Williams, and this is Silverback Pride. This is our weekly podcast. This is our last podcast of June 2022. It's Tuesday afternoon. This podcast, Silverback Pride, will go up everywhere where you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. It'll go up this afternoon. It will go on the site on Wednesday morning. So if you listen on the site and some kind of news that we didn't discuss, because that's what this show is. It's a tidbit show, even in the slowest part of the offseason. And this show is not going to go long today, but we got some things to talk about. I'm fired up about it. But, yeah, anyways, uh, so if there's, you know, something that happened during that dead time, there you go. Um, we experienced that last week. We talked about the Donahue Sue coming interest. From the Raiders, there was actually reported interest, and I taped the show, and then from, there was reported interest from USA Today, and then there was reported interest from CBS Sports and the Las Vegas Club, and uh, so, you know, it's been a week, there's nothing to it, again, he could sign at any time, he can sign right now, as I speak, but there doesn't seem to be any momentum. But the Raiders have a little money. They can do a little things if they wish. And perhaps that was something they'll look into once we get closer to training camp. And we're getting close to training camp. Or once it starts. So we will see um, rookies report on the 18th. The veterans report on the 20th. That means camp really gets rolling on the 21st. Uh, which is early. But remember, the Raiders are getting in early because they're they're playing in the um, they're playing in the Hall of Fame game in Canton, Ohio. Josh McDaniels' first time being in the NFL in that game, and this that's where he played his high school football. He grew up there. His dad was a legendary coach in Canton, Ohio. So the Raiders get a jump, you know. In player preseason games, coaches do because it's more time to evaluate. So they everybody in the NFL these days are getting three games. The Raiders and Jaguars are getting four. And that's an advantage to the Raiders. And they get to get in camp a little early, and that's an advantage. So, you know, as as the last few days of August, the Raiders will probably take some breaks to to relax a little bit because, you know, it's a long season. You don't want to burn out. And I think that was a John Gruden thing. He He kind of burned his players out, and a lot of guys – you know, off the record, was saying um, reportedly was saying you know Bisaccia kind of took care of him better, and they and they didn't falter, and they used to falter under under uh, Gruden. So it's a you know it's a long, long season, peaks and valleys, ups and downs, and it starts in less than four weeks for the Raiders. So pretty exciting times. Um, you know, one thing as we're getting ready, uh, it's backup. It, it it's what's going on. At the offensive line, because there's really three positions: right tackle, and then both guard positions that we just don't know. 
you know, it, it looks like Weatherwood's he, Weatherwood will start. It'll be a, just an amazing disaster if he doesn't start. He'll start. <clears throat> it looks like it's right tackle, but it always could be a guard. But then, you know, there's there's Good who's coming back, and there's, you know, Parham, the rookie, and there's John Simpson who's probably got a role. And then, you know, Illuminaire, don't discount this guy. Wester Cotton's been playing a little bit. Illuminaire, he's a guy that I'm interested in. Because he played for this brass, you know, McDaniels and Brasillo, they, they coached him in 2020. And he started eight games for the Patriots. And there's a reason why they brought him back. So I think he's a guy that you really got to look at as a wild card in this mix. And, you know, um, a Cotton has gotten a little work, and he's a guy from the previous regime. So I think that's going to be real fascinating to see the offensive line, what that mix is early in the preseason and and, and training camp particularly, and, 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 you know, how it emerges in early September. Because we're all, this is all gearing for Sunday, September 11th against the Chargers, right? That's so fun. That's what it's all about. And the Raiders got to, you know, we know their schedule's tough at the end. But I don't think it's that bad early. And you have it essentially a home game in L.A. Go go win it. And then you have another home game. So go win these games. Go get that 12-5 and record. So, you know, it's all possible. Um, Warren Sapp kind of made a, a splash on a podcast. The podcast host, I don't recall who that host was, sorry. Um... Say that you know I heard I heard the pod, I heard Kaepernick's recent workout with the Raiders wasn't the greatest and Sap doubled down and said well, I heard it's one of the worst of all time and then Kaepernick's agent got all pissed off and he said that's not true blah 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 here's the bottom line of this stuff and I like to I look at myself as a bottom line guy they haven't signed him. There was initial reports out afterwards that you know they liked his arm strength and it was a solid workout, but they haven't signed him. So and if they sign him, they liked him, and if they don't, they don't. And that's really all it is. We don't need to hear that he had an all-time worst workout, and he hasn't had any reported workouts in the NFL since. But it says what we care about, are they going to sign him? And, you know, unless there's an injury, maybe not. So... Let's just let's just kind of keep that in the back burner and, and probably say, yeah, it's not. It doesn't look like momentum, but like the Sioux thing, things can always change. The Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Review Journal had a report over the weekend, uh, following up on a New York Times report about you know workplace misconduct in the Raiders. We know how much change there's been there, and so many people leaving. In, high positions over the last year, and it's a little discerning, uh, uh, disconcerting. Uh, Mark Davis said he doesn't have any comment now, but he will. Um, you know, he recuses a, a boys' club and making it uncomfortable for women, and hey, if so, they got to clean it up. If so, they got to clean it up. Because when McDaniels and, and Ziegler got there, they said, oh, great people in this building. They, they've said that a bunch. So... If there really is issues, then they got to weed out the bad eggs. 
as a football fan who you care what happens on Sunday for those 17 Sundays, should this worry you? I don't know. It, it just depends on what you want to worry about. I, I don't think it's going to affect the roster. I, I don't see that. But it's just how things are run. You know, do you want to work for a good company or not? Do you want to root for a team that runs a good ship or not? I think that's, that's you know, your choice. But I don't know if this issue would uh, really affect the football team. So take that as it were. Um, and I'm not saying that, you know, just saying that's what it is. Um, Derek Carr spoke Monday. I got a chance to be on a Zoom call with him. He's going to be in the American Century Golf Tournament in Tahoe next week. Um, it's a really cool thing if you've ever been there. It's beautiful. It's right there in Southlake, right by the casino. And it's right there at Edgewood, and it's awesome. You get pretty up and close and personal, and there's a, a big Raider flavor next week. You know, Carr's going to be there, and um, Marcus Allen, Tim Brown, Charles Woodson, Jerry Rice are all playing. So four Hall of Famers and your current quarterback. That ain't bad. That's a pretty good deal. Uh, you know, he talked about his love for golf, and, and that was cool. And you know, But he also talked about... Mentioned a couple of football things, and he mentioned, like, hey, nobody's talking about us in, in regards to the AFC West, and hey, we went to the playoffs too, and so we have a chip on your shoulder. And I wrote about that today, Tuesday, that this is, I think this is going to be a kind of a theme for this team this year, the angry underdog. Nobody's talking about that. And I think a lot of people are expecting good things. I am. They went to the playoffs. They have a lot of good players. That's what excites me about the Raiders. If you look at their top five or six, seven, eight players, it's pretty deep. I mean, you know, you, you got Carr, and you got Adams, and you got Chandler Jones, you got Max Crosby, you got Darren Waller, and you got Renfro, and, a, you know, Hunter Miller, and a, excuse me, Colton Miller. Maybe I'm missing somebody. That's a pretty deep group. You can get things done with that group. And if you look at, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals last year, you got Josh Jacobs. Are they deeper than the Raiders? I don't know. You know, I, I think the one place the Raiders aren't getting a lot of love is in, in from sports books. Um, you know, their 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 win their win loss total bet is eight and a half. I, I I don't know if I see the Raiders at eight and nine. Um, I don't know if I see them at nine and eight. I see them better. Um, you know, the the word they're the underdog in the AFC West. Do they have the least? Uh, best odds to win the AFC West. I don't know. I, th I think they have a better chance than the, the Broncos. So I think they are being slept on in that regard. I, I think the thing that hurts the Raiders in the national eye is that the AFC is so freaking deep that, yeah, I mean, they may be a really good team, but they also might be the 8 for ninth best team. And I don't know that. But And 7 go to the playoffs. So I think that might be hurting them. But, you know, I, I think there's no excuses. I think they have a bad year. And there's no, like, catastrophic injuries. I think it's a, a failure. Um, so I expect them to have a good year. But if this team is going to go to training camp thinking it has a, a chip on its shoulder, that's not a bad thing. I, that, I like that edge. And, and they're not the only team, certainly, that are going to go to camp this year thinking that they're being slept on. So, But I thought it was interesting, and, and, I, and I wrote about it. You also hear things about... This show's going a little longer than I thought. I like it. Um... I also heard about, you know, people sleeping on the Raiders' secondary. 
I mean, you, you got Morig, who I think is going to have a good year, and you got Hobbs, who's really good at what he does as a slot guy. I don't see it that bad. They may not be the deepest. They may have some issues. But you Rocky Sin is nothing to sneeze at. I don't think it's a, that bad of a, a secondary. I really don't. Trayvon Mullen is, you know, when healthy, is serviceable. I don't know if he'll ever be worth the number two pick. I don't know if he's going to be worth signing next year. But he's serviceable. I don't think it's that bad. I think they're going to be well coached. I don't think it's that bad. Um, what else we got? I don't know. We might be good. Julian Ed uh, Edelman was asked on a podcast, best receivers in the NFL, and his number one pick is Devontae Adams, and the Raiders got the number one receiver for a first and second round pick. I still That still blows me away. I still think the Packers F that up. They effed that up. They just, I think they could have got more for him. And they sent him to the place where he wanted to go. It was just amazing. For a first and second round pick. A guy in his prime. Best receiver in football. And I think you can make that argument. If he's not the best, he's the second or third. And that's pretty freaking good anyways, right? So, pretty exciting stuff. That's why I write about Devontae Adams a lot. Because it's a big effing deal. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, we'll work on it. So I'm not going to be, next Tuesday's a, a Vox Media holiday, so we won't be doing the podcast. Catch you the next week. You know, it's time for football writers to chill a little bit. And if you don't like that, we'll deal with that. Um, but it's you know what I'm going to say? Be happy, be safe. It's a holiday weekend. Enjoy it. These are the great times, you know. It's just kind of my holiday times because, you know, the Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm working. So I, I'm not really working around 4th of July. So this is a big time. So enjoy it. Be safe. Be happy. Be good people. It's not worth being a jerk to anybody. Take care. See you later.